Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same-game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get 150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Welcome to Fantasy Football Weekly, a production of iHeartRadio. Time now for Fantasy Football Weekly from iHeartRadio, your weekly source for the nation's best fantasy football advice, speculation, and whatever stupid stuff they decide to drop into the show. Now here's your host, Paul Charchian. Welcome to Fantasy Football Weekly. I am Paul Charchian. It is a micro edition of Fantasy Football Weekly. My micro co-host continues to be Tyler Knabley. Hey, buddy. Hey, what's going on? Uh, good to have you back. Sorry for the extended absence. That's that good was, to be back. Uh, that was me taking out of, jumping out of town while the getting's good. May's the quietest month in the NFL calendar. Yeah, or is Quietly. it? Is it July? Isn't like that mid? Isn't there like a week in July where there's nothing going? Yeah, on? I mean, right before week? training camp, there's never any moves and all that stuff too. But right after the draft's really quiet too. So anyway, so appreciate the. Uh, 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 listeners that were maybe looking for Fantasy Football Weekly Micro and weren't there, but we're back. Today's player is... Geno Smith. Yes! This is the deep dive on one player. Geno Smith. Why did why did you pick Geno Smith? Because we wrote him off and he didn't write back. <laughs> <laughs> well, he was a big winner from the draft, though, just considering kind of who they drafted. I mean, they drafted mm-hmm. JSN in the first round. We got uh, Zach Charbonnet in the second round. Just good for the offense. Not good for Kenneth Walker, but good for the offense overall. Yeah. He was QB5 last year and the QB9 average points per game. And he's currently going off the board as QB16. Yeah, which is which is a little bit baffling. And I confess that when we when we prepped up for this and I really started looking more into Geno Smith, and then I went back to my player rankings, which are coming at guillotineleagues.com uh, very shortly. And I had him at QB14. I'm like, you know what? I can't do that. I, that. I I can't stand by that. I'm going to have to move him. I'm going to have to move Geno Smith to a position that's more befitting what he did in 17 games last year. Yeah, I mean, uh, there. you know how many stats he finished top five? And this is the, all these stats are credit of Billy Musio from Man vs. Machine Player Profiler. I, these are not my stats. I didn't look these up. But okay. so many stats. So true completion percentage, number four. What What is true completion? Catchable passes? I th- I it's their version so. of catchable passes? Yep. Okay. Deep ball completion percentage, number five. Pressure completion, number five. 
play action completion percentage number three, mm. clean pocket completion percentage number three, QBR number six, completion percentage versus man number three, and carries he was number eight. Wow. I did not think Geno ran yeah. eight times last year. Yeah. Like it was number eight in carries among quarterbacks last year. Right. Now you only had the one rushing touchdown, which I think makes us not think of him as a rushing quarterback. Maybe. But he was sneaking in, it feels like uh well, I looked it up, twenty two rushing yards per game. Hey, that's two point two points. We'll take that. I, I wouldn't lose games by 2.2 points like every week. Yeah, for sure. So, I, you know, I'll take that. Um, so all those things, true completion, pressure completion, percentage, QBR, do those things equal fantasy success? That's my question. Or is this like a Kirk Cousins style conversation where you can be a good quarterback but not necessarily an electric fantasy producer for Geno Smith? I think it's closer to the latter because I think – those stats give you consistency. They give you a good amount of points each week, but they're not going to give you those boom weeks where I don't think it's in the cards for Geno to finish as like the QB3 or the QB4, even though he finished as the QB5 uh, last year. It just, I don't know what, maybe he just threw more. He threw a lot of touchdowns last year. I think he was. He threw, well, he threw, he threw touchdowns in 15 of 17 games, which yeah. was a huge factor, which we, you know, we love that part and we love the consistency. He scored multiple touchdowns in 12 of 17 games, and he played 17 games. Really, Geno Smith was a perfect guillotine league quarterback. Oh, for sure. I mean, just every week, just giving you solid numbers that don't get you cut. By the way, guillotineleagues.com, new season is open. I forgot to mention this at the outset. The 2023 season available now. You can join leagues. You can create a private league for you and your friends. Guillotineleagues.com, highly recommended, of course. Is Geno Smith an every-week starter? I think he is for sure. I don't think you can if he even just if he gets you ninety percent of what he gave you last season, and now he gets another weapon in here with mm-hmm. Jackson Smith and Jigba, who was the first receiver drafted off the board. I mean, everyone's kind of wide receiver one of the class. I don't see how you can't start him every week unless you go a quarterback earlier. And then like a, I mean, especially in Superflex, he's a perfect a high end QB two. Honestly, like oh, you God, pair yeah. Geno with I think we talked about with Kirk Cousins, but if you pair Geno with a guy like. Justin Fields or Lamar Jackson, somebody who might have a lower floor mm-hmm. but a very high ceiling. Gino gives you that consistency at kind of that QB2 position. And something else that I thought was interesting was the whole narrative in Seattle when Russell Wilson was there was let Russ cook, let Russ throw the ball. Yeah, Pete Carroll did not let Russ throw the ball as much as I think Seahawks fans wanted him to. So Russell Wilson played 10 years in Seattle. He never threw the ball more than 558 times in a season. Gino threw the ball 572 times last year. Amazing. His first season as 20, more, 20 more passes than Russell Wilson had yeah. in any game. And, you know, obviously, Russell Wilson brought that team to two Super Bowls. Granted, there's probably the game, uh, week, the new Week 17, where there's not oh, like, yeah, another there's week. That. But still, yeah. it's it's it, yeah. it's incredible that Geno Smith did what he did last year. And mm-hmm. like he was going undrafted in leagues last year. You could pick, you oh, pick yeah. this guy up like week two, week three. And Commonly was, ranked as the 32-ranked quarterback. He was dynamite for you all season. I'd love to say that I got that one right. But I didn't. Yeah, I don't think I can't. No. I can't remember a single person last year who was like, you know what? You should take Geno Smith. Well, we I will saw- say I will say this for ourselves here in this show. Numerous times last summer, including when we did we did a full Seahawks breakdown in the middle of summer last year, we, we looked at the three ish games that Geno Smith started, and we were like, you know, he averaged more points than Russell Wilson did. He was not bad. I mean, he looked good in those games. We said that, but then we promptly ranked him like, you know, 30. Exactly, because he had so many chances er- earlier in his career with the right. Jets. And I think, I forget where he was at, like the Ravens. I can't remember where he was after he got drafted by the Jets. But still, I mean, 
the the weapons that he has in this offense, the O line was like a gonna be, was a potential question last year. They drafted mm-hmm. like two guys that were like solid starters for them, Charles yes. Cross and the other right tackle. I forget his name, but I remember he, he just being really solid. And like, where's the the like the problem in this offense? Like tight end, Noah Fan maybe. Like that's the yeah. worst position group in this offense. I don't know. I just think this offense is going to be really good, and having Geno is going to be a part of that. The addition of Jackson Smith and Jigba certainly helps. Uh, it gives you one more solid target and potentially an explosive one at that. But the other thing it does is, if anything happens to DK Metcalf, Tyler Lockett, you know, they miss half a season, this offense doesn't have to skip a beat. That's the, I, love, I love the redundancy that Jackson Smith and Jigba brings to this offense and, and what it provides for Geno Smith. Just another, just another way that you can roll into your season going, Geno Smith's my guy. I'm not taking a quarterback till round eight, and Geno Smith's my guy, and I'm just going to roll with him. Yeah. I like it. I, I like it too. Let's look at some of the other players that are going at his approximate ADP. I love playing the ADP game with quarterbacks, especially because it's, I feel like it's just easier. And then it, like quarterbacks are so talked about. So everyone yeah, has an opinion yeah. on certain quarterbacks, but this is, this is, we haven't talked about this since this happened. Anthony Richardson is the QB 10 right now. <sighs> so, you know, the tricky part on Richardson, of course, is he could start zero games this year. None. I don't think that's going to happen. I, everything you're seeing, I feel like is he's going to start. He's already splitting first team reps. Yeah, it's a good sign, but it's yeah. but OTAs don't mean much. Um, it's a good sign. Richardson, of course, is going to bring freaky upside. I think I would. I think I would go Richardson. Okay. Dak Prescott, QB eleven. Man, the the way Jack, Dak's season ended was such a bad taste in everybody's mouth. The bad interceptions, but he was still a solid fantasy producer. Still, uh, and no Ezekiel Elliott, which is interesting. So, you know, Zeke has been the guy who's pounded in all those touchdowns from inside the five. Pollard's not quite that guy. And so if Pollard doesn't take those, is, is Dak going to throw five more touchdowns from inside the five-yard line? That's a, good, that's a good point I never I didn't even think about. He might do that. Because they don't have that big bruising back really on the roster. Right. Yeah. You know, Zeke was so good at making – you know, turning those carries into touchdowns. So I, I think I'm going to go Prescott here as well. So I think uh, I'm going to stick with Prescott at QB 11. I think I'm going to go Geno just because I think the the total offense is still better than mm-hmm. the Cowboys. So I'm going to go Geno, but Tua, QB number 12. Let's say, I know you the injury thing is a concern. Do you see how big he looked in, the, in OTAs, by the way? Yeah. Tua? yeah. Big body. He's um, I'm not. I, I'm going to take Geno Smith for the safety. Tua, who knows? I might get one game out of Tua. So, yeah, I'm not taking Tua anywhere near his ADP. All right. We'll take Geno Smith there. All right. Kirk Cousins, QB 13. Well, I got Kirk ahead of all these guys. So, okay. you know, th- this is not a news flash to many of our listeners. I think Kirk's sitting on a very Geno Smith-like season. And I made the, the comparison earlier. All Kirk does is produce really solid numbers every week. So, Can I ask why do you think Kirk will be better than Geno, like, specifically? I think the totality of the offense is going to be better. Um, and then I like the Jordan Addison addition because I think he will be better. You'll get more out of him than the Vikings got out of um, Thielen. Thielen last year. Yeah, gotcha. Yeah. I think they they could lead the league at pass attempts as well. They could. That yeah. team is not interested in <laughs> not interested in running the ball. Yep. Yeah. All right. I think I take Gino just because I I just I don't know. Like we said, he was QB five last year, and his, his situation seemingly got better. And now he might be in some be in for some touchdown regression, but who knows? I'll just I just I'm just so high on Gino right now. I don't see me ever coming down. Uh, Daniel Jones QB fourteen. Yeah, I'll take Gino for the for the safety, right? Because if Daniel Jones doesn't run, he gives you very little, right? Mm-hmm. 15 touchdowns last year is 
<laughs> How does a quarterback go through a season with 50 and throw 50 be, He's out better weapons in the offseason, seemingly, right? I mean, yeah, I mean, got, it's deeper, Darren, for sure. Waller, Waller. Yeah, and Waller's one See of my favorite looks guys. like? Yeah. I think Hyatt slept on. See, I don't like Hyatt. You don't like Hyatt? No. Yeah, it's funny, like, he won the Blintenkoff Award last year. No one cares. Likes <laughs> no <laughs> one cares. <laughs> Although, I don't think that's a very good measure of, it's not. of NFL success, the Blintenkoff winners. I do feel like... The, the the most recent ones have been good though. Google, like, will you Google? It? You've got your computer yep. in front of you. Let's take a look at the Bolitnikov winners and see if I'm right or wrong. It feels like that there have been uh, a lot of guys that have been very good at college. It's a little bit like the Heisman is, has almost no bearing on um, on your future success. All right, here All we right. go. Yes, uh, 2022 2021 Jordan Addison. Okay, we'll find out. Uh, Devontae Smith. Devontae Smith uh, looks like that's going to pan out fine. Jamar Chase. Jamar Chase has worked out real well. Jerry Judy. Good. And then James Washington. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and then oh, these, these next stretch is tough. D.D. Westbrook. Okay. Corey Coleman. Ooh. Amari Cooper. And then we'll do, uh, we'll do Brandon Cooks. And then the next two are Marquis Lee, Justin Blackman, Justin Blackman. So, right. so it's like it's a 50%. It's, like a 50%, yeah. it's about a 50% ratio. Okay. Yeah, but I would All like right. to see like the, the Blintenkopf who are also first-round picks. You know what I mean? Yeah. I feel like that would be a better kind of indicator of success. Well, well, most of these guys were high-round picks. Yeah, exactly. I mean, almost all of them were. James, I think James Washington was a round two pick, wasn't he? Yeah, I think he was round two. And Corey That's, Coleman. And yeah. he, he's still in the league, but that doesn't, you know. Is he? Yeah. <laughs> we'll, we'll see this year. I don't know. Houston? It, well, he, he was on Dallas. Was that a one-year deal? I remember him yeah, last year. Yeah, I, like, I oh, James that. Washington can yeah, be good. I think, I think he's Houston this year. Okay. All right, last QB we have, we just have Aaron Rodgers. Geno Smith. Okay, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, with, um, it. I'm, I'm with, with it. You know, I need to. I need to know for sure. Aaron's Aaron's got anything left in the arm because I don't like what I saw last year. For sure. Uh, but he could have DeAndre Hopkins throw it to him. By the time people are listening to this, maybe DeAndre Hopkins is a Jet. That would help a lot. Yeah. You see, like posted a Jets logo or something on his story. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know what, that, what that's about. Yeah, it might mean nothing. Yeah, it probably does. I mean, he's just maybe you know maybe he's just trying to work up some. You know, work up a little bit of frenzy about who's going to get he, him. Because he posted an Instagram story of him watching the Patriots Super Bowl on NFL Network. That they, they were just, like, rerunning or something like that. Yeah. Was, yeah. Oh, he's going to the Patriots. He's got the most receptions for any player under 30. History of the league. He's unbelievable. History of the league. With a, with and he was just, he missed half of last year. Yeah. Unbelievable. Yeah. It's, it's, I don't think he's washed. I don't think he. I don't think he is either. Yeah. He looked good last year when he played. He I was thought, great. I thought he looked good too. He was great. He won some people some leagues. He was. He was really good. Like mm-hmm. in that later part of the season. Yeah, DeAndre Hopkins has got you know that's right now, and and he's only going to help himself. Whatever landing spot he has is better than the Colt McCoy led Cardinals. He was yeah. going to have for at least a good chunk of this year. That mm-hmm. Cardinals team is oof, bad. So, yeah, wherever he goes, it's going to be. Better. I, I don't know what I don't know what DeAndre Hopkins ADP is. It's, right now, it's about, it's about like wide receiver. I think he's going like right after. He's in like that Amari Cooper, Debo Samuel tier right now, if I remember correctly. Yeah, see, I love both those guys a lot. They're both, bo- I have both of those guys inside my top like 11 or 12. So mm-hmm. I'm really high on those okay. guys. And I was last year too and the year before. But anyway. Uh, all right. Thank you for listening to this edition of Fantasy Football Weekly Micro. We'll have another deep dive on a notable player uh, tomorrow as well. Stay tuned for that. Thanks, everybody. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80, live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infinity QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. 
Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to helpmygamblingproblem.org for free confidential services. 